A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Coming up on today's wrestling news, the former Braun Strowman and EC3 are set for another wrestling debut. Backstage details on Hook's AEW in-ring debut. WWE are already giving WrestleMania tickets away and a major update on Bailey's return. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Michael Sidgwick. And this is the news. So let's start with those details surrounding the former Braun Strowman now, of course, Adam Share and EC3, uh, Braun Strowman, oh, I should say, I've already bugged it up. Adam Share appeared at Ring of Honor's uh, show over the weekend, brought out by EC3. And this has sort of led to a story developing that these two are going to be teaming up in another wrestling promotion going forward. Uh, so as I said, yeah, Adam Share was brought out at uh, Ring of Honor's final battle event. And then speaking on Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer stated that sure showing up alongside EC3 is a sign that these two are going to be a sort of duo continuing that free the narrative thing that, of course, EC3 has been doing for a while, pretty much ever since he left WWE, uh, with uh, Meltzer suggesting that they could either go down in Impact Wrestling or... AEW, Michael Sidgwick. Your thoughts on all this? Um, uh, God, I don't have many, to be perfectly honest. Not any good ones, um, to be frank. Whenever I hear the words free the narrative or control the narrative, mm -hmm. I say to myself, how to tell someone how... Tell me you have bad opinions without stating those bad opinions. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's all a bit like, oh, I don't want to allude to it. The comment sections are toxic enough, but... Uh, all that kind of phrasing is just an absolute red flag mm -hmm. to me. Um, look, I don't want to see either of those guys together or apart. And I've never been down on them throughout the whole careers. Mm -hmm. Like, Chicks in America was amazing. Oh, yes, of 2017 Strowman was amazing. Everything they've done subsequent to that has just left me a little bit cold. I don't want any of this kind of verbiage anywhere near All Elite Wrestling, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, they're kind of just overly muscled guys who can't really work anymore in my opinion i don't want to see them in aew i just think that we, we, we use this shorthand every single time whenever aew signs a three and a half star kick pad wrestler or has another really boring white guy on the roster i always think well do more with Riho, do more with the car rashida do with more serena dean mm -hmm. like my take on aew and i'm a big proponent of that promotion is 
there are too many boring white guys in it. <laughs> and I can't think of two more boring white guys at the minute than Shirt and EC3. Like, they haven't done enough since being released from WWE to, like, realistically put them over as well. They've reinvented their narratives. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey that? So maybe they deserve a chance. Do good work elsewhere for, like, a year, and mm. then maybe you should get the platform that is AEW because that stage is very crowded right now. Yeah, I was going to say that. I, I, I feel like with AEW, um, first of all, I think Impact Wrestling is the ideal place for these two to work together, especially with EC3 sort of we don't review it. Well, yeah, that and the fact that EC3 brings out this monster in share. And I, I do think that's the place that he can do the work that will, I mean, you already said it from the moment he left the WWE, he's going to be back there in a couple of years anyway, with, with Strowman specifically. Yeah, here's a good example, right? When Matt Cardona showed up on AEW last year, I thought, give him a chance, he got over once, and he's got a following. He did nout in AEW, quite frankly, and when he didn't do anything else, everyone was like, oh, he wasn't missed. The guy completely reinvents himself in Game Changer Wrestling, yes. becomes one of the best characters in all of 2021, to the point now where I'd welcome him doing something in AEW. If he can be the sports entertainer guy in the wrestling world, that would be great. Shirt and AC3 need to do something mm -hmm. that good to justify AEW. It's full. I, well, this is what I was going to say. I think a lot of the time when we sit here and say, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could get Kevin Steen on El Generico or whoever it may be in AEW? And people will quite rightly say back to us, We've got a lot of people right now, that, especially new people that they've, not just, but they've brought in recently. Yes. Punk, Danielson, Cole, to name but a few, along with all the other guys that are rising up uh, and have been rising up. Your Darby Allens, your MJFs, Jungle Boy, you know, Hangman Page obviously becoming world champion. And I think, I always say, if you get the opportunity to sign a Kevin Steen, you don't go, sorry, mate, one in, one out at this point. Yeah. But I feel like for these two, A, I don't think it'd work in AEW for them. I think they're, they're very different people to what you currently see in the promotion yes. and B I just think Impact Wrestling is the right, right way to go forward I'm excited to see what they do together and I think you're right you said this from the moment Strowman left WWE it's a matter of time before they bring him back because look at the bloody size of him yes. and it's almost like go away make me miss you or make Vince miss you specifically and then they'll bring him back but we'll keep an eye on it and we'll, we'll update you as things develop for them um, shout out to Ring of Honor as well uh, a lot of nice things being said about them over the weekend of course with their, their final show going out yeah it's a shame like, I tweeted something to the effect of the weekend like that bouncy ring from the mid to late 2000s it's got like a special place yeah. in my heart whenever I hear that I get like a wave of nostalgia but it hasn't been that for a long long time yeah uh, right let's talk about another debut that happened well not over the weekend but Friday night Hook had his in-ring debut in AEW and yeah I'm gonna do it Michael Cedric apologies to our editor James Heppel was this the best AEW in-ring debut ever I wasn't going to say AEW debut because I suppose CM Punk coming out of yeah, Chicago. Yeah. But in ring, I don't think of a, I cannot cannot think of a better AEW in ring debut than what we saw from Hulk on Friday night. I mean, given his level of experience, it's quite incredible. Like FTR versus Butcher and the Blade, that's very underrated. As mm -hmm. uh, right, we are as good as we say we are. Let's yeah. prove it. Um, but yeah, I don't know how to answer that question. We'll go more in depth on the AEW Rampage review, which mm -hmm. you can listen. Wherever you get your podcasts from, and please subscribe. Those podcasts are fantastic. Um, I thought. Hook was incredible. Um, his presence, his athleticism mm -hmm. was absolutely cardio. outrageous. His cardio was great. Oh. His, um, I mean, he went three minutes. It's like his athleticism was like a different breed. You could tell he's like a collegiate athlete. His um, presence was incredible. Like, 
Action Bronson, what a theme. It was just awesome. All of it was awesome. Like the way he was tripping up. Like Fuego looked like he had no answer to anything. Shout out to Fuego, by the way. Oh, he's awesome. Worked brilliantly with him. Anyway, developments with that. Fightful Select. No crap, just Sap. Sean Ross Sap of Fightful Select. Uh, talking about uh, Taz's son and his, his beginnings in pro wrestling. Uh, it didn't always look like he was going to get into wrestling, uh, but he's always respected the sport. He's always had a good knowledge of it. And basically, uh, the report seems to suggest here that the moment they went, get in there and let's see what you can do, people were like, Oh, yeah, he's mint. Yeah, he's, he's great. Um, he's been doing non-stop training as a result of all that, working with uh, uh, Creator Pro Wrestling and, of course, QT Marshall of AEW. MJF, my best friend and one of uh, AEW's biggest stars, also helped out early on. And reports coming from backstage, unsurprisingly, I mean, I just love that shot as well. I want to give a mention to, uh, of the, you may have seen on Squared Circle, of Taz just applauding his son to the ring uh, from commentary. But backstage, everyone is delighted with how things went and I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, it was an absolute smash hit. Like Twitter was a buzz on Saturday morning. Yeah, I mean, he was a meme who became something like that justified all the interest, um, even if it was quite ironic at one point in the guy's career. Blew away awesome debut. Everything he did looked absolutely incredible and legitimate. And the best thing is like, yes, he's put in all those hours, but he doesn't look anywhere near like too rehearsed or anything Mm. like that. He looks like a total natural, which he is. He's just put the work in yeah. to get even better than a prodigy, it looks like, at this rate. Uh, more on Hook when we get to the Twitter questions. We'll move on and talk about WrestleMania 38. It is four or five months away, basically. And according to Dave Scherer of PW Insider, WWE already giving tickets away for it. Sort of, I suppose. I mean, technically what they're doing is a promotion. Peacock subscribers in the US, uh, when they buy three, uh, sorry, when they buy four Mania tickets, they only have to pay the price of three. So it's sort of a buy three, get one free deal. This deal, if you're interested, by the way, expires at the end of Christmas Day. So if you're struggling on Christmas Eve for presents to get someone, there it is. I don't really know why they're doing this, Edge. According to WrestleTix's latest calculations, uh, they've already sold 44,000 of just over 52,000 seats for night one, uh, as of the 28th of November, that is. So they're not exactly struggling to sell out WrestleMania 38. It's just, I suppose, WWE doing WWE. WWE and they love a good ticket promotion there. Yes, absolutely. I don't think there's any cause for alarm yet. Um, certainly, they're nowhere near the, the desperation they were for the UBS Arena show mm. in Long Island recently, where it was really like they offered such discounted prices across so many different promotions that I kind of reeked of. Pathetic. Is that the one they said, oh, Roman's going to be there as well? Yeah, they're like, Roman stars of Raw and SmackDown, buy one, get ten free, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. It's nowhere near that yet. I just think they want to cram as many seats as possible into that venue, which is not a s- small one by yeah, any stretch. I think the thing is, I think people, oh, I certainly like to think... It's a sexy headline, but I don't think there's much to it, dot, dot, dot. Yet. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think the thing is, is what I always like to think is when people stop going to the events, when they do struggle to sell out the arenas like that, you hope that WWE will look and go, why is that? Why are other companies, let's just say, I don't want to bring this into an, an AWWE argument, but why are they doing so well and we're not? And maybe they look internally and consider changing some elements of it. Whereas in reality, they go, oh, we make billions from TV anyway. We'll just give away... All of the tickets. That's not happening with WrestleMania yet, but we'll keep an eye on that as it develops. I suppose the the, the other uh, thing with that is, you know, WrestleMania is a way off yet, but you can also, for once, already pitch a few WrestleMania matches. And I think that's... Sli- I'm going to give this the slightest bit of credit I'm going to give to WWE. Like, you can see they're probably heading towards Brock and Roman. Um, 
maybe a return for Ronda Rousey's been rumoured. That could be for either Becky or Charlotte or whatever they want to do there. You, like, you can see a path that we're heading towards. We've talked a lot on the uh, Raw review about RK-Bro and the future of yes. Riddle and Orton as well. So, I mean, for once, this time of year, we can actually look forward to Mania and, and suggest some matches without it being completely preposterous. Yeah, there's not one huge match that absolutely has to happen. Mm. Like, the biggest feature attraction they have so far is possibly the third rematch or the second rematch yeah. of Brock and Roman, which a um, bit of an indictment of how they can promote big matches these days, but there's plenty of flesh on the board in the undercard. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Uh, and one person who could be showing up at WrestleMania 38 is Bailey. A major update uh, on her return coming over the weekend. Uh, she, she did a Q&A on Instagram uh, and said it was basically only a matter of time before she gets back in the ring, saying, so my knee is doing great, my ankle is doing great, my calf is doing great, my shin is doing great, my hip is doing great, my mind is doing great. It's only a matter of time. Uh, I'm not going to tell you when, and I don't want all these idiots watching to know when, Staying in character there. Bailey's not really like that. I hope she's not anyway. Uh, but no, maybe not. But I'm going to be she's coming on Twitter recently. But I'm going to be coming back soon. Maybe. Nah. You'll better be ready. Better be ready. Uh, fantastic news if she is uh, on the road to recovery there, of course, because, I mean, she was sensational for WWE, especially during the, the dark era of the pandemic. And they rewarded her with that by having her getting beat up by the Bellas at WrestleMania, of course. I mean, that was absolutely pathetic. Like, genuinely pathetic. Like, people want to believe... To invest in the whole promotion as a whole, you want to believe that it's a meritocracy yeah. that um, rewards people for getting over and for engaging with the audience and for doing great storytelling and in-ring work. Bailey did all of those things in the absolute most dire circumstances imaginable. And as you said, she was rewarded by getting humiliated as part of a punchline to a rubbish um, show-long angle, if you like. I was just talking there about attractions, like big, massive matches that are worthy of selling out stadiums and drawing 
strong interest and engagement and all the rest of it. WWE, I'm sorry, like, it's not biased. They've got very few left. Like, you might have matches that you yourself are looking forward to mm-hmm. in terms of attractions that are really going to drive interest. That Four Horsemen Fatal 4-Way is one of the few things they've got left that has warranted that designation of an attraction. Yeah. Of, unfortunately, the Four Horsemen we currently are split between brands. Well. In Survivor Series, is the one night per year that um, the roles of uh, the superstars of Raw and SmackDown compete head-to-head. Other than, of course... This Friday on SmackDown, just gone by the tag teams for each other. Oh, yeah, nothing means anything. But we're excited to see Bailey back. She, oh, yeah, she's, she's one class. of the best they've got. She's absolutely class. I would turn her baby face immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, we want to get in touch with us. Uh, Hamid starts us off. Uh, he says, with an excellent debut of Hook, does it spotlight the PC's weakness and inability to get second generation stars ready, i.e., Dominic, or is this more down to the individual? Oh, I mean, I don't think the performance center is a particularly good training school, and that's essentially what it is. It might be the most expensive one. It might be the most biggest, the mm-hmm. most biggest, the most big training school. It might be the most famous training school. But ultimately, if you look at the from scratch, like we got you with no wrestling experience, yeah. right? And we put you in a ring, trained you by whoever. Here's the output. It's not great, to be honest. It's, it's American Alpha, Strowman, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair. Street Profits. Like, it's been open for pretty much... Yeah, they're all incredibly years. talented people, but there's not enough people being brought out. If you look at how many people have gone through those doors, at one point there were so many people in that um, facility that they didn't have a locker space to accommodate them. And if you look at the ratio of um, stars... Uh, Talents recruited, stars made. It's less than one per year. Mm. And star, I'm being a little bit generous. I love Chad Gable. I think he's incredible, but he's not really a star. He should be, yeah. but he's not. Um, and, that's bit, and also, I suppose, with Hook, uh, it is a little bit of... I mean, he's just he clearly very, very talented, and we mentioned it in the first story, as, uh, second story. As Tazim said, he's been grappling his whole life. He's been destined to do something in the sporting arena from like from the age of a young, really young lad. Um... The biggest stark example, of course, is Ty Conti. Yes. Ty Conti was made to do slow motion rehearsal matches. They didn't ask her. From the outside looking in, they didn't say, what are your skills? What are you really good at? How can we make you the best possible wrestler? And she should have turned around if she was asked this question and said, I've got a very um, diverse mixed martial arts background. Let me fold that into my work. None of this happened. She goes to AEW and they do notice that she's got this incredible background um, it's folded into her work and she becomes an exponentially better yeah. pro wrestler as a result. So, yeah, the Performance Centre, for me, has been a failed experiment. Um, in recent years, I think they did some decent stuff that... I just think before they got one million pro wrestlers through those yeah. doors and there was a more um, concentrated environment, they did bring along wrestlers who didn't necessarily have TV-ready skills and they did train, in the case of American Alpha, some incredible talents um, but it always went a uh, piss excited to see what happens next with Tiffany Stratton in NXT 2.0 of course I'm not Chris 2 says morning gents do you think that we should we should look at top NXT stars as potential WWE championship material or just as top stars within NXT I know the history tells us I know what history tells us but how do you think the two brands mesh together going forwards I mean you would hope that now that Vince has got his own edict about the um, the model of 
talent that's getting recruited. Um, you'd think that you wouldn't have that, especially when he's more in control now of NXT mm-hmm. 2.0, or at least um, as Yes Man Bruce Pritchard is. <laughs> you'd expect that disconnect that was inexplicable, that was always there, to sort of not be the case anymore. But it doesn't matter where talent come from or whatever. If Vincent Mann can't promote or book, then they're going to be screwed regardless of how TV-ready they are. Um, so, look, I'm a nihilist when it comes to WWE, so I can't really answer that question. What do you think? I think Braun Breaker is going to be a world he's, champion. He's, I think he will be, right? But he's not that tall. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. He's not I, that I'd like tall. To think, I think there's a select few people within NXT now who I could see making a genuinely good transition to the main roster. But there's also people who I look at and I think... Right now, you're in a, a real sweet spot. I would love to see Camograms uh, doing great stuff on the main roster. I'd just be terrified that Vince would be like 24-7 stuff for you, boy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I love Bron Breaker. I think Bron Breaker is incredibly gifted for his age, and he's one of the few things that makes me not hate my life when I have to review NXT 2.0 yeah. in a professional capacity. But you can't... You're not allowed to look at it that way. Hmm. We've spent the last 20 years like this. You have to, when you invest in a WWE performer, you have to not say, I really like him or her, I want them to do well. You have to say to yourself, what would Vince think? Because if he doesn't think highly of them, it doesn't matter what you think. Tony D'Angelo to be world champion in the next five years. You heard it here first. Capiche? Zachariah Aguila gives us our final question of the day, uh, saying, when Liv Morgan gets her rematch against Becky Lynch, where would you want it to be? Would it be a day one or WrestleMania 38? And explain why. Uh, say all that one more time. I was uh... Morgan Lynch, would you like the rematch to be a day one or Mania? Oh, Christ almighty, day one. They've already butchered Liv Morgan's rep among wider fans. I hate this because I think she's genuinely talented. But they presented her as such a geek, such an out-of-her-depth geek who gets belittled, who claims that holding up a title is the same thing as actually earning one. Ridiculous scripting. Um, these rote, trite underdog narratives are killing They're the baby faces in this company. She's the latest um, victim of it. It's just not over enough now. No. Right? This company is incapable of mapping a path for her to get over towards WrestleMania. It will get more and more embarrassing for her the longer it goes on. The best possible chance she has of getting over is to survive the rubbish scripting for the next however many weeks, put in a blow-away great performance at day one, and have the fans think, right, okay, well, she's scripted terribly as a character, but I know now how talented she is as a performer that will simply ignore the creative and just respond to her on my own terms. She will be world champion eventually. Not this go around, though, I don't believe. I think they should do it day one and then maybe, I don't know, give bloody Rhea Ripley the rumble win and have her face Lynch, for example, at, at WrestleMania. Um, I just can't get over The fact that we had such great potential in, you know, Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch for the world title, I thought that was a really good program had they not, like yes. you say, booked it terribly. And on the other show, Tony Storm's now number one contender for getting her ass kicked because Charlotte Flair kicked too much ass on SmackDown. Dumb! pie stuff as well just book them well and go like you two are two established champions you are two up and comers who really are you know have been sort of under the radar a bit of a threat for these two but of course they have to do 
WWE stuff, and this is, this is how it ends up. Anyway, let's move on to today's and finally. I just wanted to share this with you, to be honest today, Michael Sidgwick, because on Monday everyone needs a bit of cheering up. Yes. So here is Shinsuke Nakamura's mum doing his signature pose. Shout out to Alan underscore Cheap Shot on Twitter ah, for sharing this with so us. so sweet. It's just lovely. I thought it was a lovely thing for a Monday morning, that. So, yeah, more of mums doing wrestling poses. Sue is going to be a world champion in AEW probably next year. So, you heard it here first. Yeah, that's the only time I'll ever hear such nonsense. Let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadly Boys reviewing AEW Rampage and SmackDown and looking ahead to Monday Night Raw later on today, of course. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. But for now, my thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.